Welcome to The Deeper You Go, The Weirder It Gets. I'm your host, Garrett Renning. If you're enjoying the show, I know it's the first episode in all, but if you're enjoying it, do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. And if you feel so inclined, leave a review. Also, feel free to reach out with any questions or ideas. Okay, so let's talk about mismatched diseases and the future of human evolution. There is a great book called The Story of the Human Body by Daniel E. Lieberman, which gives a fascinating account of how the human body has adapted over millions of years. If you have any fascination about human evolution, this is a must read. So there are definitely a few big takeaways from this book. One of them is the idea that there's no evolutionary free lunch in nature. That means for each benefit gained from a particular adaptation, there can also be downsides. It's like the old saying, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So a great example of this is our ability to walk on two legs. If you notice, most animals walk on four legs. We are definitely different. So why do we evolve to walk on two legs? Well, there are many advantages to this adaptation. So let me give you four of those. One, it's much more energy efficient. Walking or running on two legs basically removes half of our body's muscles from the travel equation. Less muscles means more efficient movement. More efficient movement means greater endurance. And greater endurance meant that our ancestors had the ability to literally run other animals to death. It was called persistence hunting. And it was possible because moving on two legs gave us a much greater endurance advantage compared to other four-legged animals. Number two, it kept us cooler. While standing or walking on two legs, we have less surface area exposed to the sun ray, sun's rays. Number three, it made us taller, which allowed us to see further. Number four, it freed up our hands to use tools and throw projectiles. These are obviously great benefits, but there's always a downside. Walking on two legs made us much slower. We also became more unsteady. Think about your two-wheel drive versus a four-wheel drive in the snow. Not to mention, we can no longer climb as well as we used to, and we are now much more susceptible to back, knee, and hip pain. So while there are pros and cons to each new adaptation, the book discusses the idea of, the book also discusses the idea of evolutionary mismatch. This occurs when one set of traits designed for a particular environment no longer serve in a new environment. Let's take our ancestors' ability to persistence hunt. Although the ability to walk or run on two legs made us slow and awkward, it gave us a nearly unlimited endurance compared to any other animal. This basically means that we evolved to be physically active for long periods every day. Now fast forward to today, and we live in a world where on average most people sit 11 hours per day, and that's not counting the time we sleep. Not to mention we are surrounded by a nearly unlimited food supply, most of it being highly processed with lots of sugar and calories. Can you see the evolutionary mismatches? So we have bodies that evolved over millions of years to be active, to hunt, to gather, and to move for extended periods of time. We have the same bodies as our early ancestors. However, our environment has drastically changed. Now, instead of being active every day, we must go out of our way to move. We now have to exercise. We have to schedule it on our calendar. We have to drive to a gym. Otherwise, most of us wouldn't move at all. Because of this change in 
in our environment, we now suffer from what's called mismatched diseases, such as obesity, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease. So now, let's look into the near future. See, it seems like we have another big potential mismatch on the horizon. This mismatch has to do with who or what we are becoming. See, if we zoom out and take a bird's eye view of the human evolution, it definitely looks like it's going in a particular direction. Life on this planet started from just a single cell. Then eventually the single cell organism became a multi-celled organism. Fast forward a few million or billion years and now here we are. It's really amazing when you think about it. Life started in the simplest form possible, one cell, and eventually became us, the most complicated and advanced beings in the entire universe, at least that we know of. You know, started from the bottom, now we're here. Right, We went from one cell to now building cities, having air travel, exploring space, to having the ability to communicate with thousands of people from all around the world instantly. We now have access to unlimited amounts of information, all from a device that fits into our pockets. So it's definitely safe to assume that over time, evolution leads to more complexity and greater advancement. And if this trend continues, it looks like we are heading towards one of two possible futures. One, we either give birth to some sort of artificial intelligence or we merge with technology. This is, of course, assuming we don't destroy ourselves in the meantime. This can be a little terrifying because in one of these, one of these either one of these possible futures, we may no longer exist, at least not in our current form. The likely scenario is that we will be transformed by technology into something else, just like a single-cell organism became a multi-celled organism, we may be on the verge of taking that next major leap in our evolution. If that's not scary or weird enough, how about the fact that if technology continues to evolve at its current rate, there's a high likelihood that this transformation might take place in our lifetime. We humans may very well be a metaphorical caterpillar who is just about to start a life-altering transformation. Once that caterpillar becomes a butterfly... There's no going back. I have no real way of knowing what type of butterfly we will become. However, if history has taught us anything, I know there will be pros and, and, and cons associated with this next step in our evolution. Okay, so what does this all mean and what are we supposed to do about it? First and foremost, we must embrace who we currently are. We humans, we are humans with physical bodies and needs shaped by millions of years of evolution. Our current goals... Our current goal should be to use technology to enhance our lives while not neglecting our humanity and definitely making sure we take care of our physical bodies. We must strive to find balance in our lives. We must make every effort to eat healthy foods. We must continue to work out, to spend time in nature, and most importantly, we must take time to step away from the technology, particularly the screens, in order that we in order that in order so that we can have meaningful human contact. Maybe our next step in evolution will, will be better. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Either way, take advantage of the time you have now. Embrace your humanity. Embrace your humanity. Embrace who you are. And no matter what, strive to be a better human. Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. All right. See you on the other side.